This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Welcome to The Real Reel, where I take you behind the Instagram reel and into the real lives of entrepreneurs, content creators, and anyone who inspires me and may inspire you too. I'm your host, Natalie Barbu, and let's get into it. Hello, everybody. Wow, this is really weird because I am recording this podcast and I'm on camera and I've never done a solo episode on camera. So I'm kind of, my brain is confused. Like, is this a YouTube video? Is this a solo episode? What's going on? Like, and I have some notes also. So on video, you'll probably see me like glancing down just to kind of see what we're going to be talking about, like some topics. But yeah, welcome to the podcast. I'm mainly addressing my YouTube audience right now because this video is going to be living on my YouTube channel and I'm going to start uploading my podcast on YouTube. There's definitely going to be a lot of work to be done. So like I'm probably going to look back a year from now and look at this first video podcast and be like, oh my gosh, it was so bad. Like the setup was awful. The quality was bad, like whatever I'm going to think. But I just really wanted to start getting content out there and pushing it out. And no, this is not a studio or anything. As you can see, I'm literally laying in bed. Like I kind of want to do it. Like I'm not going to lie. I want to like recline and just lay here and record, but I'm actually going to sit up. So I'm actually in Raleigh, North Carolina right now. And I am here because our team tries to come every other month or once a quarter-ish to Raleigh. And then once a quarter, we'll bring people down to Miami. So it's really, really beneficial just to work in person for a few days. I feel like not only does it help company culture, which I'm not going to lie. I think Rella has one of the best company cultures, but it also just helps with productivity, motivation. And I feel like when you're remote working for so long, it's really easy to kind of forget about why you're doing what you're doing. And this just makes it so much better. So it just makes it so that we like are, I don't know, like everyone's kind of on the same page. And every time we leave these trips, it's like new motivation to continue working on what we're working on. And the team just gets a lot closer. So it's really nice. And so, yeah, I'm in Raleigh, North Carolina right now. Tomorrow I'm going to Charlotte and then next week I'm going to New York City and I haven't been back to New York since September. And that trip was honestly like not that great. I got really sick on that trip, actually. So I always get sick when I go to New York. So knock on wood that I don't get sick right now. Like when I go, I have a really jam-packed schedule during the week, but I intentionally made it so that I don't have any plans at night because I want to be in bed by a reasonable hour. And by that, I mean like I would love to be in bed by like 9 p.m. I think that would be great. And I don't really want to like make plans with friends unless it's like some of my best friends, like I'm seeing my friend Grace. I'm going to try to see my old roommate and that's pretty much it. Like, and I'm going to see one other friend there as well, but that's it. Like, I don't want to just make plans with people that I'm acquaintances with. And I know that might sound kind of mean, but I'm just like, I just want to have a slightly relaxing trip because I'm not kidding. The past maybe like four New York trips have been really bad. I've gotten sick every single time. I get so burnt out. I overwhelm myself and I know that I'm doing a lot during the week. So I don't want to overexert myself. And I'm going to do a solo episode afterwards, just recapping the trip because I think it's going to be just a very like filled day. And I'm 
I'm also vlogging and I don't know. I'm really excited. I'm going to make a lot of New York City content because I know that you guys, a lot of you actually have come or have discovered me through my New York content. So I'm always excited to be back and I hope to do it justice and give it like a proper vlog, proper podcast episode because in the past I haven't because I was so burnt out or I got sick and then I just never vlogged. So the past few times that I've been, I like haven't vlogged at all because of that. And so that's going to change and I'm going to be fine. It does worry me though, because like the past few nights and the past few weeks, I have been really like go, go, go already. And New York obviously is more of a go, go, go type of city. And so I'm like just really nervous that I'm kind of like burning myself out before I even get there. But I'm not going to jinx it. So we'll see what happens. But that kind of leaves me to what today's episode is about. So this question is a question that I get asked all the time. And I thought it was kind of like niche to do a podcast on. I'm like, I don't know how many people are interested in this topic. But I get this question all the time. And so I want to make a proper podcast episode about it because it's one of those things where I can make a YouTube video on it, but I want to just like deep dive and just talk. Like I don't want it to have like cool, I don't know, graphics. Is that like, I I don't know. I just don't, it doesn't need to be highly produced. It just needs to be a conversation because when I get this question in my DMs, I know all you guys are looking for is just like an honest conversation. And so we are going to talk about my opinion on living in some of the biggest sought after cities in the United States. And so I'm going to preface this and give a huge disclaimer because I know when people talk about like certain cities, people have insane loyalties to it, especially if that's where you're from and that's like your hometown. So I want to say that I am not an expert I guess, can you be an expert in any city? I haven't lived long enough in a lot of these cities to give like, some people are going to come at me and be like, oh my God, you only lived in New York for one year. You only lived in LA for two months. And so you need to look at this from a lens where I have not lived in these cities for a long time, but I'm giving my personal opinion. And I say this because I have literally gotten attacked on the internet about being like, you're not a New Yorker. Like, why are you giving your opinion on New York? And I'm not claiming to be a New Yorker. I never claimed I was. But I mean, I have more experience than someone who's just vacationed there a few times. So yeah, I'm gonna just give my opinion from living in these places for a short amount of time. And telling you what I liked and what I didn't like. And I always think these are interesting, like whenever people live in places that I have previously lived or they live in places that I want to live. I just want to know their opinion and I want to know if I relate to it. I want to know if I resonate to it. I want to know if we're similar. I feel like my take on some of these, you might be able to see that we're like more similar than different or you might be able to see be like, wow, me and her are not similar at all. We would never have the same experience. So I'm not going to take her advice or I'm not going to take her opinion and that's fine. So let's get into kind of my pros and cons of living in all of these big cities. And I say this because I think that if you are someone that has like a desire to move to a different city, maybe you've lived in the same place your whole life and you just like want to get out or you want to move somewhere else, but you're really scared because you don't know anyone or you've never been, hopefully this podcast episode can kind of just give you guys some guidance on what it's like to live in these places. So we're going to kick it off and we're actually going to kick it off with explaining my living situation. So you have a background and you know exactly where the opinions are coming from. 
So I was born in South Florida. I was born in Broward County in Cooper City, and I lived there until I was nine. So I did K through third grade in Florida. So I feel like a lot of my formative years were in Florida. So whenever people ask me like where I grew up, I kind of say a mix of both like Florida and North Carolina because I have a lot of memories in Florida. Like I have very vivid memories living there. I have very vivid memories of elementary school. Majority of my elementary school was in Florida. So I feel like I don't know. I can say that I grew up there, but then I'm also like, but like my teenage years and the more important years of my life were in North Carolina. So I guess both. And then whenever I'm like, oh yeah, I grew up in Florida, people are like, oh, what high school did you go to? And then I'm like, oh, I uh, only went to elementary school there. (laughs) So I don't know. Depending on who I'm talking to, I'll say something different. But yeah, so I grew up in South Florida. I have a lot of family in Miami specifically. I have some family in Port Lauderdale, but I have majority of my family in Miami. I have some aunts, uncles, cousins. And when I say aunts, uncles, and cousins, they're like not my immediate aunts and uncles. Like it's not my parents' siblings. It's like my parents' cousins. But I don't know. I don't know if everyone does this, but like especially in Hispanic communities, everyone is Thea and everyone is Theo. Like they don't need to be like my my mom's siblings, like everyone is the end deal and everyone is a cousin. So yeah, everyone, I have family in Miami like that. But then when I was nine, my family moved to North Carolina and I spent the other half of my childhood and probably more of my formative years, more of the important formative years in Charlotte. And so I grew up in a suburb of Charlotte, not in like the actual city, but just like a suburb south of Charlotte. And then I went to NC State. So I did live in Raleigh for a little bit, but we're not going to talk about Raleigh. We're kind of just going to talk about North Carolina as a whole. So I moved to Raleigh for college and then I lived in Charlotte a year after I graduated college. And then I moved to New York for a year after I graduated or I I missed a step. So I graduated college and then I moved to LA for a summer. So I only lived in LA for a summer, but we're going to talk about it here. But I need to say like, I do not know the full LA experience. It was just like my summer there, the opinion that I got. And then I visited LA a bunch of times. I have a lot of friends that live there. But yeah, I lived in LA for one summer because I was like, it's my summer before getting a job. I want to do YouTube full time. I want to see what it's like. And at this time, everyone was moving to LA that wanted to do YouTube. That was the place to be. And I feel like it's kind of shifted now where New York City has that reputation where it's like, oh, if you want to be an influencer, you need to move to New York. I feel like LA kind of people got tired of it. People got tired of people moving to LA. People got tired of the LA, traditional LA influencer. So now New York is that place. But I feel like New York is becoming like LA where people are tired of it. Of course, true New Yorkers and people that are there not in the creative industry are obviously not tired of it. But I feel like a lot of people that consume content and that are like following influencers kind of feel that way with the New York City influencers. Like they feel kind of clicky and they feel kind of like it's the same vibe that I feel like people got with the LA influencer. And I want to know if you guys think the same thing, because I feel like people hated the LA influencer after some time because everyone lived there and it was like not relatable anymore. And New York was cool because it was like not that many people in the creator space lived there. It was obviously New York City, but like it wasn't like an influencer center. And now it's definitely, I feel like an influencer center. Everyone that wants to be an influencer moves there. And the influencers there, I feel like people are making those same comments that they made about LA influencers that they are not relatable, which I mean, yeah, a lot of influencers are not relatable. So...
Let's talk about styling hair because it is a whole production, especially when you are battling frizz. And take it from me, I live in Miami, Florida. It is about to be summer. I really know frizz, but honestly, I would rather be doing something else like booking a spontaneous vacation to St. Bart's or rewatching the Heiress Tour for like the third time. You know, the important stuff. But who actually has time for frizz? Introducing Way's new anti-frizz cream. It is like a superhero for your hair. It provides immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours. I actually brought it on a trip with me and my friend borrowed it and she purchased it right then and there because it was that good. So how does this fit into my hair routine? It is the best thing I could have done for my hair. I am all about saving time and the anti-frizz cream does just that. Plus the Sydney inspired North Bondi scent is so amazing. You can thank bergamot, Italian lemon violet and more. And as someone who is always concerned about heat damage because I definitely use a lot of heat on my hair, this anti-frizz cream provides heat protection, which is such a big relief. And my hair feels so much lighter and looks smoother after using it. Get busy being frizz free with Way's new anti-frizz cream. It's not just about taming frizz. It also provides heat protection up to 400 50 degrees, reduces inner pair split ends, quenches dry hair with intense hydration, and according to a consumer perception study, 90% of participants agreed that their hair looked less frizzy after using it. I can definitely contest that. And while you're at it, check out Way's other bestsellers like the leave-in conditioner, which I also use, detox shampoo, fragrances, hair oils, and hair gloss. They're all essential for achieving that salon-worthy look at home. So you can frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to theouai.com and enter promo code RealReal for 15% off any product. That's theouai.com, promo code RealReal. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today as it should with Earnin. Earnin is an app that is changing the game when it comes to getting paid. Imagine having access to the money you've earned as you work, not just waiting for payday. With Earnin, you can access up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So think about it. The next time you're planning a special night out, you need a last minute gift for a loved one, or you face an unexpected expense, like maybe a trip to the vet. Earnin has you covered. For me, it's about having the flexibility to handle those surprise expenses that life throws my way. So whether it's unexpected bills or needing to cover rent when things are tight, Earnin gives me peace of mind knowing that I have access to my hard-earned cash when I need it most. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type Real Real under podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show, so please don't forget that step. Real Real under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. But I lived in LA for two months after college because that's where everyone was going. But I was always someone who said I was going to live in New York. Like if you look back at my old YouTube videos from literally 2011, I always said I wanted to live in New York. I have a letter that I wrote to myself. I was in middle school and I wrote it to myself when I to open when I turned 18. And in that letter, it said, I hope that you are going to NYU next year and we're living in New York City. 
that did not happen. But eventually I did end up moving to New York City. So I lived in Charlotte after LA and then I moved to New York for a year. And I thought I would live in New York forever. Like it's so funny reading my Q&As and like watching my Q&As and seeing how I was like, I'm never going to leave. I'm going to have kids here. And I literally lasted one year. It was just because of COVID and I thought I was going to go back. So it's not like I was like, I'm leaving New York. I can't handle it. I was like, I'm leaving New York because my roommate didn't re-sign the lease. I didn't want to find a random roommate during COVID. So I was like, I'm just going to move home for a few months and then I'm going to move back to New York City. And that was always my plan. And then I was like, wait, I'm just going to try. Like New York wasn't getting better because of COVID. So I was like, I'm going to move to Miami. I just was so tired of living at home and I didn't want to be there. And I was like, I'm going to move to Miami. I have family there. I have a place to live there. I'm just going to go. And so I moved to Miami and that was supposed to be a temporary decision. And then I fell in love with it. And I was like, actually, I like this so much better than New York and I don't want to leave. So I've been living in Miami as an adult. I don't really count my childhood here for the past two years. And I freaking love it. But anyways, that's not what this, I mean, that is what this podcast is about. But this podcast is about diving into the pros and cons of these cities. So I have of course, my notes. I always take notes, as you know. And so I'm going to start with North Carolina, just because that was, you know, a big chunk of my life. And I feel like I have the most, I actually don't have that much to say about North Carolina, but I feel like if you live in any like suburb in the South, this pertains, like it's not really specific to North Carolina. I feel like it's any just like suburban Southern place. You can feel the same way too. So I would say I'm going to always start with the pros for all of these. I think North Carolina, you have a really good quality of life and it's relatively inexpensive. So you can have, you know, a nice apartment and a nicer car and have, you know, a good job and have stability. It's more accessible than like bigger cities that are really, really expensive. Charlotte is getting expensive. So it's actually gotten like really expensive, especially since I've left. But it's still relatively affordable for a city. And I did live in the city for a year. So I did actually live. I lived in South End for a year in Charlotte. But I would say that you have like a better quality of life there than a lot of these other cities that I've lived in and a lot of the other big cities. I do think that it's a growing city, which is also a pro and you get all four seasons. So the weather is like not bad. Like you never get absolutely freezing winters. Like there are freezing days. Like there's definitely days where it's so freaking cold, but it doesn't stay like that for like months on end like it does in the Northeast. So I think the weather is a little bit more like normal. And then also you are close to the beach and the mountains, which is nice. And I actually think that Charlotte and North Carolina in general, like even Raleigh, I think the food here is actually really, really good. I have found some amazing restaurants here and it's all sorts of different cuisines. Like it's not just like American food or like Southern food, like it's all different types of cuisines and it's really freaking good. It's just that there's not that many of them. So it's not like New York where every corner or every block has like five amazing restaurants. They're not as many in terms of quantity, but I think the quality is like really, really, really good. So that's what I like about it. And then we're going to talk about the cons of living in Charlotte. So I would say that the cons is that it's the people. Southern people are super nice. People are very, very nice. I'm not going to lie and say that they're not, but I felt like it was harder for me to make 
good friends here. And I felt like it was more of a judgmental culture. And I don't even mean this in like a people were mean or anything like that because they're not. They're really nice. Like they really, they'll hold the door open for you. They chat you up at the grocery store. They're kind. They don't want to fight. They, they don't have road rage. Like it's not that at all. But I felt like people were just more judgmental. And I felt like maybe it was like the time that I lived here also in like that age. But I don't know. I, it was just harder for me to make genuine friendships if you're trying to do anything out of the box. Like for me, I was in a more creative field. Like I, I quit my job to become a YouTuber. Like that was really unheard of here especially at the time that I was doing it. And people just like didn't accept it that much or they were just a little bit more judgy with it. Or I don't know, I just I felt like they were just more judgmental people. And I also felt like every person here was the exact same. Like this is not I mean, again, like when I talk about cities and people, I feel like people get personally attacked or feel like they're getting personally attacked. But please don't because I've, I've talked to so many of my friends that live in these places and they all say the same thing. But it's a very like homogeneous community, I feel like. And people are very like they have the same interests. They dress the same. They have the same style. They kind of look the same. And to me, that's just not as interesting. And I feel like I never have fit in cultures like that. Like even in New York, you can have groups of people that all look the same, even if they're all like super stylish, super cute, like really fun and out there, but yet they're all the exact same. I've just like never fit into places like that. I feel like I've always had friends that have a lot of different interests or different styles or just were very different people. And like I fit in the most with groups of people that are a little bit more diverse, if you will. And I feel like in North Carolina, it's a very like homogeneous society. And it's not to say that it's not diverse because I actually do think that North Carolina has diversity, but I don't think it has the most inclusion. And I mean this by saying like it's very separate. Like if you go to South End and you go to a bar, like everyone there looks exactly the same. And that to me is just like so boring. And I feel like you kind of live in a bubble, especially if you live like in the suburbs too. So that is one thing that I just like never really liked. And I think that was like the biggest downside where right now in my 20s, like I just don't want to live there. I just didn't like it that much. But I loved growing up here. Like I had a great high school experience. I had a great middle school experience. So I really loved growing up there. And I think it was a great place to be a kid because some of my friends who grew up in bigger cities like Miami, for example, I feel like they grew up really fast. Like they were talking about going to bars at like 14 or going to clubs at like 14, having fake IDs freshman year of high school. And I wouldn't have wanted that as a kid. Like, I don't know. I feel like I had a really good childhood and it was that. It was a childhood. Like I remember my first time ever drinking was my junior year of high school. And that was like such a big deal. And I was scared to tell my friends. And it was one of those things where like I had a fake ID my freshman year of college. And like that was a big deal. Also, I feel like I did things at the appropriate age and maybe there's no appropriate age as a kid, but like I just felt like I did things at a more appropriate age. And I'm glad that I didn't have to rush that. Like I'm glad that I was innocent when I was 15 and I had never kissed anyone. And I was, you know, like I was a kid and I really like that about North Carolina. So I think that I would definitely move back there maybe later on in life. But for my 20s, it's just not the place for me. The next place is LA. And I want to talk about kind of the pros and cons of LA. And again, I was only there for a summer. So this is probably like not an accurate take. But the pros for me was obviously clearly 
the weather and the, the beach and the mountains. I think California in general is the most beautiful state ever. Like I think it's so beautiful and you cannot get a prettier state in terms of like natural beauty and everything just looks like a postcard. Like I just think waking up there every single day and like looking at nature makes you so content and I totally see why people love it. So I think that was definitely the biggest pros. I think it's, I mean, it's filled with a lot of creative people. So if that is your thing, I think it's great for that. And I also, this is kind of a small thing, but I really loved like the architecture and the houses there. Like I loved driving around West Hollywood, Beverly Hills, going down to Orange County, even if you wanted to go like all the way down to like San Diego, which I know is not LA, but just like Southern California as a whole. The houses are beautiful and like the style is beautiful and the style is very much my style. And I just like, I really, really love it. And that to me, like made me happier and like enjoy it more. And I know that sounds kind of silly, but it really did. So I would say that those were like the biggest pros of LA. And then the cons to me, obviously I was there for two months and I actually think until you live somewhere for a year, you can't accurately say if you like it or not. So I don't know if I were to move back to LA, if I were to actually like it, if I stuck it out and gave it a year, but I found it really hard to make like genuine friends there. Like I just felt like a lot of people that I surrounded myself with in the creator space and in the influencer space were really, really fake. But I don't know if that is fair to say about LA because LA had a lot of those types of people or if it's just the influencer industry has a lot of fake people. And I happened to be in LA when I surrounded myself with those people. Like, I don't know if I were to go back to New York and hang out with a bunch of influencers, if I would feel the same way that I did in LA with like the fakeness, because I don't know if it's just the industry or if it's just, if it's like the city that breeds that. So I guess it's not really fair to say for LA, but I had a really hard time making friends there and meeting like really genuine people. And I just felt like a lot of times people were just more superficial. And I don't want to come across as like judgy when I say that, but that's just how I felt. And that was always like really hard for me going there as a 22 year old being like, oh my gosh, like I'm a social media, like creator, YouTuber, whatever, and going there and feeling like shit about myself. Like I truly felt sometimes like I was not good enough for anyone here. And everyone is better than me here. And I don't know, it was just like a really toxic mindset for me to be in. And so I would say that that was like the biggest con. And then the other cons were the fact that you got a parking ticket like every single week. Like it was so hard to find parking and to park. And also it's not very walkable. Like there are neighborhoods that are walkable, but in general, I feel like California or LA is so like sprawling that it was really hard to be walkable. But maybe if I moved back there and I moved to like Santa Monica or something, like it would feel more like a walkable place. So I don't know. I don't think I'll ever move back there. I'm just a very much like an East Coast person. My family is on the East Coast. Everyone, everything I know is on the East Coast. Like I don't know really many people that live in California anymore besides like my friend Tasha and that's like pretty much it. So I don't think I would ever move back there. And I, I thought the energy was a lot like lazier. Like or okay, lazy is kind of a bad way to say it. I just felt like it wasn't that like hustle that I wanted. Like things were just so much more laid back, which I felt like unmotivated when I was there. I was like, okay, I'm just going to go get a juice and, you know, work at a coffee shop for like two hours and then sit in traffic for an hour and then go back. And it was just like so much more laid back. Whereas New York is like the total opposite of that. 
So that was kind of like my thoughts of LA. Would I ever move back there again? No, unless I like absolutely needed to. But yeah, I didn't love it. But also I was there for two months. So that was my take on it. But let me know what you guys think. And then the next one is New York. So New York was and is like my favorite city ever. I love New York City. It's amazing. It's incredible. It's just like the best. And I have so many pros to say. So you can't find that energy like anywhere in the world. The New York City energy, the New York City hustle is unlike any place on earth. Like, please tell me a city that has that same energy. And probably not. Like New York is just so unique in that. And so I really, really love that. And it makes me want to work really hard. Like I felt very productive living there. I felt like I could take on the world. The opportunities there are also just like endless. Like you can meet some of the coolest people. You can meet people from all different types of industries. It's not just creatives that live there, which I felt like everyone I was meeting in LA was very focused on the entertainment and creative. Whereas New York, you have finance, you have tech, you have investors, you have creative, you have fashion, you literally have everything. And it's there really accessible. You might be sitting on the subway with someone who has, you know, a multi-million dollar net worth and also sitting on the subway with someone who's a bartender trying to make it and they can cross paths. And I just feel like no other city is like that. Like it's, it's just, uh, I don't know, the opportunities there are completely endless and the energy there to work hard is unlike any other energy that I have ever felt in any city. And also there's that convenience factor. So you have the convenience of being able to walk anywhere. You know, you can do a million things in one day, whereas like LA and Miami, for example, I can't do that many things because it takes me an hour to get anywhere because of traffic. So it's not that convenient and you're not at that like fast pace of New York. So and obviously the subway system. I love the subway. I love how quick you can get anywhere. So New York is just like incredible. And I think that's why like even if a lot of, you know, creators move to New York, people might not think of it the same exact way as LA of like the unrelatableness because I think New York in general, and I'm 100% biased, is just like a better city. But that is my bias showing. So LA, Los Angeles, how do you say it? Angelinos? Is that how you say it? The people from LA? Please don't attack me. And then also the last thing that I love about it, and I mean, there's probably so many more, but what I wrote down was that it's super diverse. You have all different cultures, all different ethnicities, people from all over the world, so many different languages, so many different types of food in one place. And like, it's just so cool. And so that's what I just really, really love about it. But now let's talk about the cons because of course every city has its cons and if it didn't, then I would probably still be living there. I hate the cold, so I really hate New York's weather. You get really bad weather for majority of the year and when it's summer, it's like blistering hot because you're in a concrete jungle. So you feel like you're like roasting and it's not like you have an ocean breeze really. Like, yeah, you can go to the West Side Highway, but there's really not that like ocean breeze that you get in Miami. I think that the weather is just like absolute horrendousness. Like I hate New York City weather in every single way. That's definitely a big con for me. It's also incredibly expensive. I mean, I was paying so much money in rent and now it's like doubled in price. I feel like if I were to move back there, if I were to rent something it would that I enjoy and that I actually like, I would need to spend like $4,000 a month in rent, which is just an absolute no-no. Like that alone is the reason why I will not move back there because I cannot justify spending that much money on rent. I can justify spending that much money on a mortgage. I cannot justify spending that much money on rent. And so I just can't move there for that. And the taxes are just so high if you're working there. Property taxes are insane. I was looking at one point into buying a condo there just I was curious and I was like, how much is this? The property like HOA fees and stuff are so expensive too. So it's just like a very hard place to ever buy anything in. 
and it's a very expensive place to live. So you feel like you're constantly in this rat race of working, 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 and not really saving that much because it's really, really hard to save in New York City. So that was kind of like the downside of that. And then I I also didn't find that many genuine friends there. And again, I hate to like blame this on a city because I know that you can make friends anywhere, but it was harder for me to make friends because I feel like everyone is kind of after themselves there, which is also could be a really great thing, but then it's hard to make like genuine friendships there. And I felt like a lot of people that I met either moved to the city like with someone or with people that they knew like from before. So they kind of stayed in those cliques or they're like from the Northeast. So they have a lot of people that are living there from like their college and their high school. And I just didn't have that. So it was kind of hard for me to make genuine friends there. And when I go back, I see a few people, but I probably like two or three, like I was mentioning. So that's kind of like the downside of that. And that was really hard for me. But I do love the city and I have like very little bad things to say besides the cost. And like, if you think about it, the reason why it's so expensive is because everyone wants to be there because it is so great and the opportunities there are unlike anything else. And I think if you can make it in New York, like you truly can make it anywhere. And if we're wrapping up the every city with like, would I live there again? The answer is 100% yes. My goal is actually to have a place in New York and Miami eventually. Those are my two favorite cities, if you can't tell by this episode. And I would love to kind of be in both places. And a lot of people do that. Obviously, you need a lot of money for that. So I'm working hard to get there. <laughs> Maybe when Rella gets acquired one day. But yeah, I would love to do that. It's definitely my favorite place and I can't wait to go back. I'm also going back in April and I'm probably going back in May. So I'm going back quite often, which is kind of crazy, three months in a row. And I think I'll probably not go back in the summer because it's like super, super hot there and then maybe go back in the fall. But yeah, I love New York and it's by far like my favorite place to be. And I just love it so much. And lastly, Miami. It is by far my favorite place that I've lived. And again, I didn't realize how much I loved it until like maybe a year in is when I really fell in love. And I want to do a whole podcast episode on making friends in your 20s. And I want to bring on one of my friends from Miami because I think that it'd be good to have kind of both takes in it. But I love living here. I really do. I moved here two years ago. So I've been here for two years. And I would say that the pros for me is definitely the weather. The weather is amazing. I think the fact that it's February or January or December and I'm outside at the beach. Some people think that's odd. Some people don't like that. Like they're like, no, Christmas needs to be cold. I don't think so. I really do love the, the heat. And I love the fact that I can be at the beach at like any hour or any day of the month. Like I think that that's incredible. And we do get chilly days and those chilly days are so nice and people take advantage of them. And I bring out my Uggs and my like Sherpa pullover and it's just so much fun. And so I love it. And I I like really, really, really love living here. And the weather is by far like the best part. And the beach, of course. I go to the beach. People, so I know a lot of people that live here, they're like, I live here and I never go to the beach. No, 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 no. I take advantage of that. I go at least once a week, whether it's for 30 minutes or if it's for like a whole day laying out at the beach, I definitely go often. And I go like in the mornings. It's like my favorite thing to do. And it really is like my happy place, if I'm being honest. So the beach is just so, so, so nice. And also I've just made like really genuine friends here, which I think helps. So again, I'm going to do an episode on that, but I found really amazing people here. And I think it's because people move here. People have been moving to Miami from other places and it's like a growing city and they're moving from all over. So everyone's kind of like looking to make friends. It's not like they come here with an established group and it's not like they've lived here their whole lives. Of course, there's a lot of people that have lived here their whole lives, but there's so many new people coming that it's 
been a lot easier, I think, to make friends. It's kind of like when you go to college and you're a freshman and everyone's trying to make friends. So it's a little easier. I feel like that's the same way with Miami. I also just love the Latin culture. I am Hispanic. So it's like a really important to me. And I didn't realize how important to me it was until I moved here. I want to get better at speaking Spanish. I want to teach my kids Spanish. I want to be around that. And I like it because I just feel more connected to it because I am Hispanic and I didn't realize how much I would enjoy it until I moved to a place that had it because obviously Charlotte doesn't really have that. New York, you can find that, but I wouldn't say it's like New York is a melting pot, whereas Miami is very, very, very influenced by Latin culture. So you can see it everywhere. And then I would say that the cons and the things that I don't like is the traffic. It's absolutely horrible. I think it's honestly worse than LA. I'm not going to lie. It takes me an hour to get anywhere. It's so bad. People here are the worst drivers in the world. The car insurance is so expensive. It's just a really expensive place. It's so, 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 so expensive. If you watch my budget videos, you know how expensive my car insurance is. This is a promo to watch those videos so that I'm not going to reveal it on here. It's just very expensive. But I do feel like the quality of life is really good. Like it's expensive, but I think you get a nice place and you get the beach and you get a pool and you get amenities. And I think that that's just like really, really, really nice. And then I also think that there are some like misconceptions about it. Like when you say that you live in Miami, people assume that you're like partying and going to clubs and it's kind of like Vegas of the East Coast. And like, I just, I don't think it has to be that way. I am not a club person. I don't remember the last time I went to a club. I don't do like those like day pool parties with DJs or anything like that. Like I live a very active, healthy lifestyle here, I feel like. And I feel like that's definitely not the stereotype that people assume. So yeah, that's kind of like my pros and cons of living everywhere. I kind of had to like condense it and shorten it. If you want me to expand on any, like specifically Miami, then let me know. I'll probably expand on like my Instagram stories or my vlogs. I have a whole Miami highlight on Instagram. So you can check that out and see like all my favorite places to go and what I'm up to. But I definitely recommend people to move here. I mean, I don't because it's going to get more busy and the traffic's going to be even worse, but I recommend it in the sense of like, I think that you will really enjoy it and don't let those misconceptions kind of steer you away or steer clear. But then also like, don't move because it's raising the prices for everyone. So there's that dilemma. But anyways, I hope that you enjoyed this podcast episode. I hope that you enjoyed the video. If you're watching, please leave a comment because I want to see who's watching and what you guys think. And I feel like this is a bold one to start video with and actually get comments on because people get very heated about their cities. So maybe not a good idea. But anyways, thank you so much for listening and watching. Now I can say that and it makes sense. Listening and watching the Real Real Podcast with me, Natalie Barbu. And I'll see you guys in my next episode. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of The Real Real. I hope that you enjoyed and don't forget to rate, review, follow, or subscribe on your favorite podcast app. You can follow me personally on Instagram at Natalie Barbu and the podcast at The Real Real Podcast. I'll see you next Monday. Hey, my name is Lovan Roomf and I've been working my ass off as a celebrity stylist by day and a podcast host by night. At the Low Life Podcast, it's all about keeping it real. We're talking fashion, beauty, to religion, sex, drugs, mental health. I mean, there's no topic off limits here. And vulnerability is mandatory. You can find my podcast, The Low Life, that's L-O, no W, everywhere and anywhere you listen to your podcasts. New episodes are out every Thursday. We'll see you then. 
Hey there, my name is Renee Rena, and I am the mom friend you have always wanted. I am also the host of the Mom Room podcast. We publish two episodes per week, a co-hosted episode on Tuesdays and a solo episode on Thursdays. Popular topics include pooping and having sex after giving birth. I have a solo episode where I talk about not sharing a bed with my husband and why that's okay. I hope you'll tune in to these conversations every week. Join us on Instagram at the mom room podcast and start to feel a little less alone in this crazy thing called motherhood.